Father, in the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we glorify you this morning. We honor you. We lift your name up. Father, we thank you for being faithful in our lives, for your divine protection, your divine intervention, and the outpouring of your blessings into our lives, O oh God. You are worthy to be praised, worthy to be exalted, O oh God. Father, you deserve our worships and our praises. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity that you have afforded us, O oh God, to share your word with your people. We thank you for this platform. We thank you for those people who will be saved because of your word. Father, we pray this morning that, O oh God, you will make your word be a lamp unto our hearts, O oh God, be a lamp unto our feet, O oh Lord. Father, we pray that your word will become a seed in our hearts, that, O oh God, we will become doers of your word, not just readers and listeners of your word. In the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ, amen. Let me greet you, brothers and sisters, in the wonderful name of Jesus. I greet you all in America, in Asia, in Europe, and in Africa. In the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I am Latter-day Preacher. I come from South Africa, and this is another day that the Lord has blessed us with. And we are going indeed to, to, to rejoice in this day. In the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Well, without wasting any time, let us go um, in our word. By the way, this is your favorite podcast, Deep Utterances of the Word of God. It is the name of the podcast where we go deep in the word of God. Well, let us um, sit back and relax and, and, and just listen to the word of our Lord Jesus today. Of our Lord Jesus today. Today, uh, basically, we're focusing on the First uh, Corinthians, First Corinthians chapter one, verse twenty-seven. That is our main scripture. And the question that we are asking on today's segment: Why does God use the foolish and the weak? And basically, this is a story of my testimony today. I would like to to, to testify today. I would like to testify today. I believe by sharing my testimony with you that you will be encouraged wherever you are. Praise mighty Jesus. My real name, by the way, let me introduce my name myself properly. Maybe you don't know me. My real name is Amos. Amos or Amos, as, as I am called here in South Africa. Amos. Or you can call me Amos. We know Amos from the Bible. Biblical. It is a biblical name. My surname is Nwata, which will be very difficult for many people who are not South African to pronounce. Even from from many people who are South Africans, but from other tribes, they fail, they struggle to pronounce the name Nwata, the name surname Nwata, because it is a Kosa surname. Kosa is a clan or a tribe in South Africa, the second biggest after the Zulus. The second biggest, I reside in the Eastern Cape where great leaders come from. I have to highlight this. The likes of Nelson Mandela, the likes of Steve Biko, the likes of Oliver Tambo, Trisani, and all the other great leaders of, 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 
of our politics in the past and present. Praise God. So I come from a, a, a small town, it, not, not a small, 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 but by the standards of uh, other towns like Joburg, you know, uh, or Devon, you know, it is, it is a small town. It is called East London, Buffalo City Metro. It is a metro, basically. I come from there. I come from a family of six, even though two of my sisters have, have since passed away. I... I am, you know, an, a, one of two boys because the rest, um, uh, my sisters, I have four sisters and we are two boys, my elder brother. So uh, my mother was um, initially a, a devoted Christian, a devoted, she loved God, she loved God, she read the Bible from Genesis to Revelations uh, uh, many times. So she knew the word of God, but... Um, Somewhere along the way, you know, she 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 fell. I I, I call it falling from grace. You know, she was a, a, a devoted Christian, but she became later a, a sangoma. When I was still a little boy, she she became a, a sangoma. You know, and I I believe, you know, that was the turning point in our family. You know, because as a little boy, I remember going to church. Before she, she, she completely, uh, before her conversion from Christianity to, 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 to worshipping ancestors became like full-time thing. She would, she would occasionally go to church. I remember when I was a little boy, but we stopped going to church when, we, when I was still young, at about 12 years or 11 or 12 at that time. Praise God. And then she was consulting now full-time, doing all these things. So, and, uh, but to fast forward, you know, it does not matter what she was. You know, the fact is, I, I love her. You know, I, I did, lo I loved her because she is no longer with us. She passed away in, 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 in 2018. Praise God. You know, and, 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 and her passing hurt me so much because I wanted her to see me, you know, being used by God in a mighty way. Praise God. Because that is all that she ever wanted for me. Just to go to church, you know, to go to church. You know, I, I went to church at, um, at, uh, at, uh, in my, in, I, I went to church in my 30s. I went back to church in my 30s. So you can imagine. And, 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 and the day that I had, that I had the calling of God upon me, you know, I could not believe it. And I, I, I would sit and, and wonder, why would God choose um, a, a son of a Sangoma, praise God, and commission him to, to preach the gospel, you know. And, 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 and I wanted to a confirmation of this so-called calling. That is what I thought at the time. I said I wanted the confirmation of this so-called calling that I had. Because all I knew was the slaughtering of goats. All I knew was dancing to, 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 to ancestors. You know, um, all these things. Praise God. The, you know, the slaughtering of goats, the slaughtering of cows, the blood that was dedicated to ancestors. That is all I knew. Praise God. Of course, at the time, I did not know that I was... I was putting myself under bondage, you know, uh, under strongholds of darkness, you know, and that is something that I'm still fighting today. Praise God. That is something that I'm still fighting today. 
slowly by slowly God is, is, is releasing me from those bondages, you know, because he has called me to preach the word. So it was confirmed, basically, that um, I have a calling, you know, but I was not the only one from my mother to go to church because my sister went to church several years before me and she became a born-again Christian and for a very long time she did not know that she has a calling. But me and her, we have a calling. She is called as a prophet of God. I am called as an apostle of God. Praise God. And that to me, it took a time to, to, to sink in. But I did not just sit back. The moment I heard that I have a calling of God, I knew that I had to be equipped in the things of God. So I took my Bible and I began to read my Bible, to study the Word of God so much, so much, so much, day and night, day and night, day and night. I did that because I knew that I will never be who God says I, I am if I did not know His will for me. Praise God. But the question remains, why would God choose a, a son of a Sangoma? Why would God choose a boy who grew up in the slums without a father in, in, in extreme poverty? Why would God do all these things? Praise God. So I had to go into the word of God to understand why God would do that. So that is why the question today is that why does God use the foolish and the weak? That is the question of this segment today. Why does God choose the foolish and the weak and the answer is in the word of God hallelujah so we'll have to go to the book of first we have to go to first Corinthians uh, chapter 1 verse 27 that is what we are going to to read um, let us just read that scripture so that we will come into understanding of this question then verse 20 verse 27 says but God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. In other words, to silence the wise. God had chosen the foolish things to confound the wise. To confound the wise. And God had chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty mighty according to the people of this world so as the bible say here uh, at the beginning of verse 27 but god had chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise the wise of this world all those who thought that they were wise all those who thought that they knew better it turns out they know nothing because their wisdom is foolishness to God. So according to the world's standards, I was not supposed to, 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 to amount to anything. In fact, as a young boy growing up, getting into mischief, I was told, you know, for time and time that I will never amount to anything. I will never be anything. I will end up in jail or dead at a very young age. But they did not know that God had other plans for my life. Even though I was born and I grew up worshiping ancestral spirits because of my mother, 
because of the environment I come from even from my father's side there were staunch worshipers of ancestors belief in ancestors their belief in ancestors was so deep you know it was not funny it was so deep so those are the strongholds that in later years come for the next generation praise god but if god is with me as the bible says who can be against me who can separate me from the love of our god because the bible says in the book of romans amid all things we are more than conquerors when we are in him who loved us amid all things we are con- we are more than conquerors if we are in him who loved us who is him that love it is jesus christ so verse 27 says but god had chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise and god had chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty according to the world so verse 28 says and base things of the world and things which are despised had god chosen ye and things which are not to bring to 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 note things that are so you see god does not work according to the world to the to the standards of this world so that is why the bible says that we too must not conform to the things of this world because god does not work according to the things of this world because many people look at me today and say ah why would god choose him you know she he is a son of a sangoma a traditional healer you know a worshipper of ancestors praise god and he comes from a very poor family he grew up in a shack why would god choose him praise god and and on top of that he's not even educated because i am not educated praise god i am not educated when i failed my matric my grade 12 in high school i never went back the following year because of of the background i come from i went looking for work i want i wanted to find anything that i can find so i worked as a cleaner praise god i worked as a cleaner because i felt like you know i cannot go back to school and waste another year i'm already old i feel like i need to 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 fend for myself because obviously my family cannot afford to look after me praise god because my mother is so poor praise god my environment that i come from is so poor praise god and i don't want to go to jail i don't want to be a thug i don't want to continue with the, with, with 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 this criminality that i was involved in i just want to to find work and work for myself i don't want to smoke drugs i don't want to do none of those things praise god but i just want to be an honest man who ends an honest living praise god so let me just go to we'll come back to this to this verse we'll come back to the book of corinthians a little bit later a little bit later i just wanted to show to 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 go to to the book of matthew i feel like it is important that we go to the book of matthew chapter 4 is chapter 4 chapter 4 yes 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 chapter 4 uh verse 18 to 22 verse 18 to 22 verse 18 to 22 because it's very important that we highlight because you must look at the at the at the at the 
we must look at the disciples of Jesus Christ we must look at the who were the disciples of Jesus Christ because you know by the standard of this world as I was saying before because none of us who are men of God today who, who, who have been chosen by God to preach his word to praise God to win souls none of us would be anything if it was according to the world because most of us are we come from 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 backgrounds we don't we, most of us do not come from noble homes I, i'm talking basically about here in south africa there are men of god that i know you know i know their background i know them since we were young they are men of god but today they are powerful men of god i i know of testimonies of men of god that i recently known when they testify about who they are where they come from the things that they went through you know i i i, I just realized and I, I'm just amazed how, what, and I, I have all these questions why would God you know because you are born in such an environment an environment that, that does not allow you to prosper in life praise God you are grew up in an environment you know where crime is so so rife where poverty is in your face where where everything bad and evil is in your face but God out of that you know situation he he takes you out of it and he raises you up for himself and you become an example and a role model to the kids that come from the same environment i know of brothers who were criminals and hardcore criminals who today are preaching the word of god who today are winning souls for the kingdom of god and i ask myself why would god choose such a foolish and weak people Why would God choose such wicked people to preach the gospel? Praise God. Why would God choose me, a son of a Sangoma, to 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 preach the gospel of God? Praise God to teach the gospel of God, to win soul for the kingdom. Why would God choose me? Why me? Why me? What makes me so special? Because according to the world, I am nothing. According to the world, you know, people don't even look at me. You know, I I I I, I am an a non entity i am nothing i you know i am nothing and people look down at me since primary school people have been looking down at me high school people have been looking down because i was nothing because of where i come from praise god because of where i come from praise god because of where i come from then i want you to look at the disciples of jesus christ yeah let us go here to to i said matthew 4 chapter Matthew 4 verse 18 praise God to 22 let us read and Jesus walking by the sea of Galilee saw two brethren Simon called Peter and Andrew his brother casting a net into the sea so they were fishers 19 and he had and he said unto them follow me and i will make you fishers of men i want you to know to 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 note one thing here if jesus is walking near the sea and he sees these two men working you know um um trying to earn a living you know trying to feed their families these two men are fishermen you know i i, I mean I, i i will not look down at any man because i have been i've been i've worked as a cleaner i've worked in construction i've worked as a security guard for many years praise god i will never ever because i know that i've worked 
in, in jobs you know so much so according to the world those are demeaning jobs but they put food on the table no matter how little the money is so even fishermen nobody thinks of them highly even today so fishermen are ordinary men who work hard for their families they put bread on the table because of their skill of fishing but still the world or the world looks down on on them so these according to today's standards they were just uh, um, general workers praise god with no degree no diploma no certificate nothing you know praise god so and and jesus is walking by the sea you know and he saw two brethren simon called peter and andrew his brother casting a net praise god that will make people who were lawyers doctors you know engineers in in those days businessmen perhaps question him why would god choose poor people and use them praise god well the answer is in the book of first corinthians chapter 1 verse 27 <laughs> no god chooses foolish things to confound the wise that is what the bible says in first corinthians to silence the wise he chooses foolish things he chooses weak things to confound the wise that is why god is a sovereign god that is why we call him sovereign because he does not answer to us we answer to him he does not worship us we worship him praise god he does not pray to us we pray to him we he does not praise to us we pray to him all this time praise my teachers so he chooses two fishermen i'm sure even in those days there were doctors there were lawyers there were businessmen people with money you know people from noble homes people come from wealthy families but but god praise god he chooses two fishermen and he says i will make you instead of fishing fish i will make you fishers of men I will make you fishers of men. What an honor to be chosen by Jesus. What an honor to be chosen by God. What an honor to be chosen by him. Praise God. So, verse 20 says, and they straight away left their nets and followed him. Verse 21. And going on from from thence, he saw other two brethren, James the son of Zebedee and John his brother in a ship with Zebedee their father mending their nets and he called them and they immediately left the ship and their father and followed him so they left everything behind they did not question him because the bible says they straight away left their nets and followed him that means they left their careers So as Jesus says if you cannot deny yourself then you are not worthy to be my disciple. So they denied themselves. Praise God. So I want you to 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 to, to listen to. So and now Jesus is walking at the sea and he saw he sees Simon. As we know Simon called Peter was a uh, very close to Jesus. He was um a, a very outspoken apostle. a disciple of of Jesus Christ we all know that that him and Paul became the most like noted of the apostles praise god so casting the net into the sea 
for they were fishers of men. Now let's go to verse 23. Verse 23 says, um, uh, And Jesus went about uh, all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all manner of sicknesses, and all manner among other people. So I want us to here to understand one thing and notice how Jesus um, calls those he wants to use. He does not look at your status. He does not care if your mother or your father is a billionaire. He does not care if you are a doctor. He does not care if you are a professor. He does not care if you are intelligent. He does not care if you are, mighty Jesus, um, educated. Because God, as he said, to, you remember when, 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 he called, when he called David? So he said to, 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 to the prophet that he sent to anoint David, he said to him, when, when, when he was looking at the physical of, of the brothers of David, the physical side of them, because they look so decent, honorable on the outside, and God said, you look at the, on the physical side of human beings. I look at the heart, because that is where the real person lies. That is where the real person is. It is the heart. That is why God would choose the foolish things and the weak and the despised and he uses them. Look at how he used Paul. Who was Paul? Paul was called Saul at the beginning. Who was he? He was the, look, I want us to go to this scripture. I want us to go to, 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 to First Timothy. I don't want us to go to any other scripture because he he here he, he will tell you himself who he was. <laughs> Praise God. Let us go to First Peter uh, chapter one verse thirteen. Uh, he says, "Yeah, who was before?" He says, "Okay, let's just go. Let's read so that it will make sense. Let's read verse twelve first. And I thank Christ Jesus, our Lord, who hath enabled me, for that he counted me faithful, putting me into ministry. Verse 13, who was before a blasphemer, a persecutor, and injurious, but I obtained mercy before it did, before I did it, ignorantly in unbelief praise God so Paul is telling you he he was before his confession because Paul as you read the Bible that Paul was Saul and he was a persecutor so he was killing he was putting in jail believers all those who were believers of the way the movement you know all those who were believing in Christ all those who were preaching the gospel of Christ he was chasing them and putting them in jail women and men praise God but the same person who was the reason for the death of many believers were believing in Christ God used him in my wisdom I will ask why would God choose someone who's a murderer why would God choose someone who who, who, who is an enemy of the truth why praise God praise God because I am I because I am using the wisdom of this earth. So to God, that wisdom is foolishness. So I cannot understand it unless I live in the spirit, unless 
I am born again Christian. Then the spirit, the wisdom of the spirit of God will reveal these things to me. Because it is a mystery to, to, to non-believers when, when you say that he, God used Paul, you know, and, and Paul became, you know, um, an apostle of God. Praise God. A very, very ap- important apostle to the, to, to the Gentiles. Praise God. So it would be very, it does not make sense to those who don't believe. It does not make sense to unbelievers because their wisdom is foolishness to God and their wisdom is the wisdom of this end. Praise God. So Paul is telling you who he was before. He was a blasphemer. He was a persecutor and injurious. But he says, but I obtained mercy. So the mercy of God and his grace is sufficient for all of us. God does convert a rapist into a preacher. He does convert a murderer into a preacher. God does convert a thief into a preacher, a fornicator, a drunk. All these people are despised. They are weak. They are foolish according to the wisdom of this world. But to God, these are priceless possessions. These are priceless vessels that he can use. Because why? Because why? Because God looks at the heart of a human being. He does not judge a book by its cover. Not like we do as human beings. Because we look at you and we say, no, 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 no. But God looks at you and he says, yes, 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 yes. Hallelujah. So God uses the foolish, the despised, the weak, the rejected, and the undeserving. People who come from slums, people who are wet criminals, people who come from crime-ridden areas, you know, people who come, people who are once drug addicts, because God gives them another chance and he uses them because their testimony is powerful. Their testimony wins the souls of people into the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. So it is very important to understand why God would use people who do not deserve according to the wisdom of this world. Because they say people don't deserve to be how can he how can God choose that thief that poor person to be um, um, his apostles to be his his prophet to be his pastor and all that nonsense that people ask and all those questions that are useless that people ask praise God praise God praise God praise God praise God first Corinthians chapter 1 verse 27 but God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise and God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty verse 28 and base things of the world and things which are despised had God chosen ye and things which are not to bring to note things that are so verse 29 Verse 29 says that no flesh should glory in his presence. Why God will do choose. Um, uh, so as we are closing now, as we are closing now. So verse 29 is very important. 
that not that no flesh should glory in his presence verse 30 but of him are ye in Christ Jesus who of God is made unto wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption so verse 31 says that according as it is written he that glories let him glory in the Lord why God would choose a weak person a foolish person a, a, because when I say a foolish person I am saying this according to the standard of the world because when people look at at us you know at us you know who the world looks as because the world is looking at us as nothing you know because we don't come from wealthy families we don't come from from we come from humble beginnings we we come from just you know from slums and and, and people look at us look down at us and they question themselves when they see us now standing in pulpits and preaching the word of God and they ask why would God use that son of a sangoma why would God use that poor person why would God and the answer is here that no flesh should glory in his presence in other words that no one should boast in himself but we should boast in Jesus so the bible says he that glories let him glory in the lord he that boasts let him boast in the lord so we boast of Jesus not of the things we have praise god and there is where paul is highlighting that you know i am not one of the eloquent people who who, who, who will stand up before people and, and and speak eloquently i am not but all i know is the truth but i do have the knowledge of what i'm called for that is what is important i am not an eloquent speaker but i will tell you about the truth of jesus and i do have the knowledge that is what is important so even though paul was a persecutor even though paul was a murderer of christians his conversion became so very important and one of the stories that touched me in the bible and say if god can convert a man to a man like paul who am i you know who am i who am i so i i i dare not judge myself but i must rejoice and boast in jesus and boast about his grace about his mercy upon my life i must boast about him Jesus all the time and glory in the Lord all the time a son of a sangoma who became a preacher of God a fisherman Peter was and he became a fisher of men how is that <laughs> a persecutor became an apostle of the gentiles how is that sound god is amazing indeed he is amazing that he will take a something that was nothing and he makes something out of nothing because pastors are expected to believe educated men who speak eloquently who come according to the to the world standards who come from um, middle class families or, or wealthy families but that god does not work that way he chooses whom he wants to choose he gives his grace to those he wants to give he raises us so that we can testify of the power of the word of god i am glorified
and honored by God. <laughs> that is why I will always glorify Him and honor Him, worship Him, praise Him all the days of our lives. No one could have done what the Lord has done for me. I always looked down at myself. I always considered myself a nobody until God said, you are somebody. In fact, you are precious. You are a shepherd. Praise God. I am going to make you a shepherd. Praise God. I am going to remove the shame in you. I am going to take your poverty. Praise God. I am going to take your sicknesses. Praise God. And he, God said to me, going to make you into a great apostle. Let us leave it there for today. In the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Father, for all the blessings. We thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you, Lord, for your mercy and grace. We thank you for the gift of life. We thank you for the gift of eternal life. We thank you, Father, for your word that is a seed into our hearts, O oh God. We thank you for the souls that will be saved because of your word. We thank you, Father, for your grace that found me languishing in sin, deep in my wicked ways. But you gave me another chance to preach your gospel, O oh God, to win souls for your, for your kingdom, O oh God. Father, I thank you. I bless your name. I honor you in the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Next, till next time, brothers and sisters, I love you with the love of Jesus. God bless you. Amen. Bye-bye.